0: You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hi Kent, Paulo here. I know you are mainly a Remix guy and I mainly use VeltKit, but I think this question applies to Every meta framework. Uh, so in the old era when we were building mainly client-side application, um, end-to-end testing was a bit simpler because if you wanted to mock uh, an API call, you could just monkey patch fetch and call it a day. Uh, today, I think the line has a bit shifted because both Remix and SvelteKit let you control the server just like the client and uh, luckily we have libraries like a mock service worker that allows you to mock both on the client and on the server which also like allow you to have a much better strategy than monkey patch, patch uh, fetch but the problem here is that for example if you're in your server you are not doing an api call to get the data but you are querying a db uh i don't think this is possible to monk to um, mock with mock service worker uh, so do you have any insight of this uh, because for the moment i resorted to basically i isolate all my queries in separate functions inside a single javascript module and with vit i basically um, like changed the alias of that module to uh, point to a different file during testing that exports the same functions, but with mock data. Um, but I don't think it's a very good and easy to grasp uh, strategy. So I wanted to know if you have any ideal strategy for this. And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say.
1: Hey, paulo thank you so much for the question this has definitely been on my mind a lot uh, over the last couple of years is um just as you described um when we use a framework that is full stack um by design um the like what constitutes a, a test for ourselves and and the definitions of different uh tests kind of changes a little bit um so um, for, for one, first I'm going to establish I am super not interested in um, mocking my own endpoints. Um, so like if, if I've got a server rendered app and I've got an action uh, or a loader or whatever, I'm not going to be testing my client side stuff um, with MSW mocking the API calls that the framework is making to my own code. That, that just doesn't make any sense to me at all. And so I do not use MSW in the client um, or for any like testing of client side uh, fetch requests that are made by the framework. Um, and so the the challenge though is that my actions and my loaders are uh, hitting a database, and um, in testing, uh, like what like what do we do about that? Um, and so I have found that um, as you've observed. My uh, my testing trophy has grown a little top heavy, and I'm I'm using um, more end to end tests than I was before. Um, and uh, the what what I do is because I'm using SQLite, it actually isn't a big challenge to uh, just have SQLite um, be handling all the regular requests and stuff. So for my end to end test with Playwright, I actually have it use the uh, development database. I kind of like having the, development beta, uh, the, the database that I use as I'm developing, uh, that SQLite database, be the same one that uh, I'm using when I'm running Playwright. And so that's what I do, and you can find that how that all works in the Epic stack. Um, so that setup is actually pretty simple uh, because it's uh, I don't really have to change anything between whether I'm developing or testing um, those end-to-end tests, um, but there are lower level tests as well. And so we have in some integration tests in there. Um, And for those, I uh, actually create a test database um, for each individual uh, test thread. So vTest is making a bunch of uh, processes for all the tests. Each one of those makes a copy of the database uh, before they run. It's just a a copy of the empty database that has all the um, seeded data, like the important data, so like the different roles there are and stuff like that, but um, uh, basically, It's a database that has all the migrations run on it. That's what it is. And so it makes a copy of that database uh, for that test. And because it's SQLite, it takes like milliseconds uh, to copy that file. And then uh, we can run uh, all the tests and each process has its own database that it's running. And then when that uh, test process is done, it deletes the database file and it's awesome. Uh, I actually teach how to do all of this stuff in Epic Web uh, in the testing uh, workshop. So you can take a look at that if you're interested. Um, But, uh, Yeah, so that's, that's how I go about it. Uh, It does help that I'm using um, SQLite. So it's so much easier. Um, But yeah, definitely can be a lot more tricky if you're using Postgres. And now you have to have like, Uh, a Docker image um, ready to like copy for all of your database tests and stuff if you wanted to do the same thing, Uh, or if you're using like PlanetScale and stuff, like what do you even do? Um, And so it does get more complicated when you're using more complicated tools, um, but SQLite is pretty great, uh, and not just because it's simple, um, but uh, it it is um, production ready, and, and that has been proven over and over and over again, and I'm just shouting from the rooftops, people, simplify your lives, use SQLite. I realize that not everybody can, um, but if you can, then this is the way. So all of that said, if you can't use SQLite or, or like it's, it's a migration that you just cannot stomach or whatever, um, then what do you do about these database calls? Because um, you're right, MSW is not really going to uh, work out for mocking those types of, of things. Now, I, I, to be clear, I actually do use MSW for any third-party APIs my server is uh, communicating with, I absolutely do that. And uh, in fact, in the Epic stack, we have um, like the GitHub API, we have the Resend API. Uh, We're talking to a couple third parties, and um, yeah, we do mock those out with MSW, uh, both in development as well as in testing. And it's great, and you can take a look at how I do that. But uh, yeah, as far as the database, if you cannot uh, just make a test database in milliseconds um, for each individual test run, then um, what do you do? Um, And I actually feel like what you're suggesting that you've done is a a pretty uh, reasonable uh, solution, even though, uh, yeah, I hate it. (laughs) So I'm not like... It's kind of a, a pain to have to say, okay, we can't touch the database anywhere except in this module. And we have to make sure that our mock of this module is, is accurate. Um, that, yeah, that stinks. But um, I can't really think of a reasonable alternative to doing that. Um, so, yeah, it's stupid. But yeah. Um, if, uh, I mean, there, you definitely can set uh, spin up a test database using Postgres or something, um, that, like if, if that's the database you're using. Uh, some people have uh, suggested using SQLite for the testing and Postgres for the production database. And while that is possible with ORMs and things, I really don't think that's a very good idea um, because then you limit your abilities of using... Uh, just the things that are similar between the two. Uh, so if there's a capability Postgres has that SQLite doesn't, then you can't use that capability because your test will break. Um, and so, and, and like, sure, you can do that today and get that all set up, and you're you're happy. But tomorrow, your coworker is not going to realize that they're going to break something, um, or that they can't use this thing. Or your new hire is not going to realize they can't use this feature of your database. So I really don't think that it's a very good idea. And in addition to that, like you wanna simulate the real world and you're not using uh, SQLite if your production database is um, a Postgres database. So um, yeah, there are a bunch of, um, yeah, things, but like it's possible with uh, Prisma that you could use um, Prisma extensions to help to accomplish some of this mocking as well. So you just have this, uh, a a Prisma extension that um, talks to, a fake uh, database, um, that is a, a possibility that uh, like, you could make something like that work. Pretty confident that would actually work, um, but I haven't looked into that either. So if you are using Prisma, then maybe uh, something like that would work. Anyway, um, I am sorry that I can't be more helpful, um, but uh, yeah, if you can use SQLite, then do that because it's um, much simpler. It scales extremely well and um, and that's everything that I'm teaching is about how to use SQLite. And it just makes my life better. I hope that is helpful to you, uh, Paulo. Good luck on all of the stuff that you're working on. Cheers.
0: This has been the Call Kent podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdodds.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdodds.com slash
1: calls.